And now, a transmission now, from the far recesses of space. Brought to you by the Plain Clone Superhero Log of titillating and all at the same time warm gooey squishy and kind of gross Milo and Stormy's transmissions from space our uh, show went into hardcore porn so so soft so gradually I didn't even realize it yeah well that, that's what happens you're you're an innocent little show standing on the corner uh some guy comes by asks you if you want to be in the pictures and poof bang next thing you know you're Letting a strange guy tweak your nipples and... Is that him? Is he calling for his fix? That is so... No, un- it's my health coach. That is so unprofessional. You want to restart? I don't care. I let's, don't. let's just keep on let's going. Let's keep going. Your health coach is now part of the show. <laughs> I assume your health coach was calling to yell at you. Everything you do in life is wrong. It is. Why are you so terrible? I am because that's the way I was raised. I'm going to kill myself for you. All right, well, joining us today is comedian uh, Andy Stewart. Uh, Andy, say hello to our fans and audiences. Hello to all fans and audiences out there listening. Hi, all two of you. (laughs) Good to see you. Talking to you. You can't see it, but I pointed right at you. I know it's creepy because you're on the computer. It's all right. I just pinched my nipple a little. (laughs) And we're back to hardcore porn. Yeah, we're back to porn again. (laughs) Now it's just flirting. (laughs) Yeah, I guess just like a, a, a tweaked nipple isn't isn't never hurt anyone. Now I am fully torqued and I'm not wearing pants, so I don't know if that makes a difference. Um, well, given that I don't vacuum my floors and we've had a bed bug scare here at the Allen home, I, I am a duh, completely afraid that you're probably going to have critters in your anus. But I mean, how's that different from any other night? <laughs> Richard Gere would be jealous. Yeah, he would be. He usually has to cram a gerbil in there with a glass tube. <laughs> you mean they came to you? I usually have to buy them from the pet store and then talk them into it. I have to say, both of our Richard Gere impersonations were very good. Were, I don't they, even know what were, it sounds they like. They were spot on. They, they were terrible. No, my Richard Gere. I, I was being facetious. For now, my Richard Gere is going to be a Jimmy Stewart impression. The, the, the estate of Richard well, Gere is well, that gerbil squaring my ass. Um... Why do you tell that gerbil and gerbils and asses? I don't know. It seems like another weird category on some hardcore porn site, it seems. Yeah, well, that's what I guess that's, this is the hardcore porn episode. <laughs> By the way, since I lost count of our numbered shows, uh, I'm just going to start giving them names. Okay, the hardcore porn hour. Yeah. Well, I was going to call it the gerbil fisting. Um, you know what? Your Yours is better. Clearly, yours is better. Yours is better. You win. We, we, we hope you're happy. is me. As, as your phone is still going off. And being yeah, I just I hit vibrate and I'm going to throw it into the next room. You're talking to your health coach. I'm feeling tempted. There's a chocolate cake I really want. Well, are you going to eat it? No, I was going to fuck it. Look, you don't have to be a smartass. No, no I really did want to fuck it. That's yummy. It's just so beautiful. It's like fucking what I think... Um, heaven might be like. Heaven isn't too far away. No, it's a chocolate cake and um, an awkward conversation I, with your baker. <laughs> Never offer me any uh, snack food again. <laughs> I, I used to feel comfortable eating here until now. Cream-filled donut? They were cream when I got them. <laughs> they better be. This used to be a hot dog bun, but now it's an eclair. Blah! Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Alright, so what's going on in the world of, of nerdy stuff? Absolutely nothing. Good. I don't know. Actually, I don't know. I, I there, there Probably stuff happened. I just can't think of anything. Although I did see... Uh, you uh, you frequent the site 80s Tees, don't you? I do indeed. I saw something uh, that they, um, they have these new hoodies. These Transformer hoodies. 
that you can pull it over and you can zip the hoodie all the way up and it makes you look like Optimus Prime. Dude, they've had and, those for a while. They had them last Halloween. On 80s tees? Yeah. Well, everyone... Well, fuck you, you fucking <laughs> asshole! Raining all over everyone's parade. You can get AIDS and die! <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just... You could go, no, that's interesting. I I think I'm going to go on 80s tees and look that up. But no, you gotta share all over everything because you're so fucking miserable that you need to spread your misery to everyone. Thank you. Actually... They I... also have another hoodie that looks like Grimlock, the Transformer that can turn into a T-Rex. So that's also really cool. $60 on 80s tees. I just remembered it wasn't those I'd seen last year. It was the superhero ones that had the mask holes when you zipped it all the way up. I was mistaken, and I'm sorry. You were. You fucking idiot. I, then, I, then I hope you don't get AIDS then. I only hope you get HIV. I mean, that's severely uh, less than getting AIDS, it, but not by much. It's like, uh, I, instead of getting punched in the dick, I just got grazed in the balls, pretty much. But it's... Still preferable. Yeah, preferable. Still is going in the right direction. I don't know about you guys, but my dick lays squarely over my balls, so even if you punch me in the dick, you're still hitting my balls. <laughs> oh, that's a twofer. That's a double you, whammy. You, you, like, curl your dick around your ball like a turd. It's like you just wrap it around. Well, it's like a tourniquet. Like, like I'm going like to eventually castrate myself with you're... it. It's only because of, like, the Indiana Jones whip. <laughs> sounds. Whenever I get hard, it just... And slaps my leg. That's why I, that's why I walk with a limp, and I always am bruised. Oh, okay. Makes in sense. my nether regions. Uh, also, I, I don't know if you heard this, but the Foo Fighters are going to go on an indefinite hiatus. I saw something on your Facebook the other day. Your personal yeah. Facebook, not, that you're, not the, the show's Facebook. Yeah, I misquoted by saying that they broke up, and I, uh, a retard posted, <laughs> schooled me. It always hurts my feeling whenever, like, like, someone who can barely read corrects me. I'm just like, just, even if I'm wrong, just, just, just fuck off. Just fucking die. You came angry. I like. I, it. I did. I didn't get much sleep last night. So Stormy's uh, Stormy's enacting Stormageddon. So would you would you say that it was based purely on humidity that you didn't sleep because it's been humid like a motherfucker here? Uh, generally, humidity doesn't bother me too much. Uh, it just makes my hair a bit nappy. But other than that, <laughs> well, I mean, I'm talking like it's it's been humid enough here and. Uh, and, uh, Andy, you're from around here. It's been Swamp Molly as of, as of late here. It has been, and, uh... You just, I like that you answered for Andy. It, oh, it, you were looking at me! <laughs> look, at that, look at that motherfucker when you talk. Um, I'm sorry, the show can't... The people out there can't tell who I'm looking at. I could be... I can tell who you're looking at. I could just be doing voices for all of you, and I'm doing, this, <laughs> I'm doing the show on myself. <laughs> this is one... Uh, my name's Stormy, and I'm doing the show today! <laughs> yeah! So, <laughs> <laughs> so back to the um, the question about swamp balling, you say? Yes. Um, for those of you that's not around here, it is um where the weather gets to the temperature where your balls feel like they may or may not have been dipped in the warm lagoon known as a swamp, and uh, it's it's not a pretty picture, especially. For the uh, gynecologist, you know, if it has to go to the point where women are feeling the pain also. They have swamp balls. They grow sweaty balls. Yeah. They look at, what the hell? These things are so, they're just so sweaty and, yeah. Actually, I, if I'm not mistaken, it's referred to as lagoon cunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh. The Loch Ness Clitoris. No, it, it was bad enough last night. My balls felt like Alec Holland after the fire. Oh, the swamp that's... thing joke. Well, I thought that was oh. gonna kill. <laughs> oh yeah, swamp thing. It's, yeah, uh, that's a that was a thing. It yeah, went, nine out of from 10, the swamp. Nine out of ten people agree that was a, that was a <laughs> thing from the swamp. Come on, I like that, swamp thing. That was a. It's a. I actually didn't see it until recently, and I. I oh, the movie's terrible. <laughs> yeah. The I, cartoon went bad. Um, I, I love the cartoon because of the theme song because they took the wild thing. And then they, they did a cover of Wild Thing only to make it about Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing! Dun -dun, dun -dun, dun -dun, you are amazing! And dun -dun, dun -dun, you come from the swamp. It was the worst shoehorned bit ever. <laughs> it was almost like we had written that it was so bad. I, I, I that was, show was out like when I was like six or seven and I just loved it. I, I even had a Swamp Thing action figure and uh... 
you would like there was a button on his back and you would press and like there was string all through him so like all like his limbs were tight and when you press the button they would all fall apart like i guess he was returning to the swamp he was turning into like some kind of liquidy form yeah you really do though at some point need to read Algon Moore's uh run on swamp thing it's uh something i've been meaning to get around to because i've not heard a bad thing about it but then again a lot of people reserve their criticisms of Algon Moore. There was one book, and I want to think it was maybe the fifth one I didn't like. Because it got, like, really out there. Now Moore has a tendency to get out there uh, in a hurry. Mm. He wants to start out there, stay out there, and never come back in. Yo, that is true. That is what he does. 100%. That's what he does. I like whenever I, 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 I tag the show as we go, because I, I just got to type out porn and hardcore porn. <laughs> as something that we're going to tag this show with later. <laughs> Um, I cannot tell you how much that literally made my month. Well, let's talk about gay hardcore porn, so that so that we can kill so that we can kill a large part of your soul. You know what? Though? That's fine. Porn's porn. I'll watch it. <laughs> you know, just as long as someone's getting off, you know, the, it's fine. Yeah, so, so someone's putting ejaculate somewhere. I, I just like seeing two happy guys. What is wrong with that? Um, I like that they're tender and intimate. They're not always talking about the sports. <laughs> I don't know though. I, I have actually have no idea what they. They could. That's all they could do in gay porn is talk about sports. Yeah, the Bruins doing the Bruins. Well, they're talking about something with balls. So, I hope the Yankees have a good chance this week. That was horrible, and I hope never to do it again. <laughs> that was the worst. Someone Two minutes later. For the all of you out there in internet land. Milo was pretending to suck a dick. But I, I don't think... And I it was a pretty good impression, I think. That... Yeah, is exactly how you suck dick? It is. <laughs> that, that's how I know good technique when I see it. Like, <laughs> I suck dicks just like that. That's my stroke. He's still my stroke. Stroke, with, with a stroke of how you would suck another man's genitalia be something <laughs> that you would have to get patented, you know? Like, I have my hand position three quarters of an inch to the right while I'm... It's kind of like wrestling maneuvers. You can get one named after you, but you can't really patent it. it it's like, yeah. You can be famous for it, but it'll never... You know, you can't make money off of it. Um, um, uh, well, you can make money off of it, but it's not like, you know... By performing it, not the act in and of itself. I was going to say, if that's the case, like, I have to get really creative than if I'm ever going to jerk off a dude. But I was, like, thinking about, like, 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 how I would do it, but I was like, all those are horrible. <laughs> I was thinking about, like, you make some kind of, like, claw motion. Like, you give him the peace sign, but you claw it out. So, like, you're... It's gross. That, that So, like, the head would... I'm glad no one else can see this with you guys, because this is, like, the worst ever. This is what I think it's like on the inside of a vagina. <laughs> it's, a, it's a claw with like a tapers at the end for your for your wiener to finish sliding into. So a woman's vagina is like the claw machine that you yes. find at most arcades, and like if it grabs your penis, then the then the, the woman has an orgasm. That's why women don't have as many orgasms because it's harder to maneuver the claw. Actually, I think it's because guys are just terrible at sex and we come way too quickly. I. As a guy, I really can't complain. <laughs> but you know what? I'm like, I got my part done that time. Yeah, you go finish your part. You know what? We we I've talked about this openly before. I don't understand what the big deal about the female orgasm is. I come all the time on my own. What's the problem, ladies? You have special machines. I have to use hand <laughs> lotion and shame to get off. Like yours is beautiful, and you don't even need hand lotion. That's like you can do it dry. That's getting fancy. Yeah, <laughs> I prefer it dry actually. I, I go into the woods and I do it dry because, you know, only I can prevent forest fires, but I choose not to. <laughs> For me, that's like you, you jack off so hard that you catch it on fire and then it burns down a forest and squirrels have to be homeless. That's that's what I, I like knowing that I killed several millions of animals with my you know, how fucking how, how goddamn just homeless could a squirrel be? Well, the, now we're bringing that up. All this <laughs> yeah. horse, you destroy the natural habitat. It's a fucking squirrel lives in a tree. Is there not another tree nearby? But you go live in it, you adult. I'm sorry, that's my train. <laughs> all those up there are mine too. Don't touch them. Damn, dude, you got an addiction to Mountain Dew. Well, no, it's like over the last couple of days. 
I just leave them there. I've been Minutes. thinking about doing something with them. No, I've only had one since we've been here. Uh, Andy can attest to that. Uh, I can attest to that, um, but if it got any worse over there, there could be the construction of like a pyramid of some sort, you know? Uh, but the, but there's, not enough, there's not enough Jews here to assemble it. Yeah, so. Well, there's one. <laughs> yeah. those, those cans are awfully heavy, and it's, it's Shabbos. It's not Shabbos. But it seems um, counterproductive, because as soon as you build it, oh, that's a pyramid, but then it's Mountain Dew. So then, oh, it's Mountain Dew, and then you have to fucking correct everyone that's a fucking pyramid. So Yeah. <laughs> so long explanation. All right, so um, tell us about yourself, Andy. You're you're new to the show. This is your first uh, event with us. Um. Well, uh, first off, um, uh, I don't know. You guys know me better than I would know myself, and I've known you for 15 minutes. <laughs> that's all you need to do. I'm a very simple person when it comes to. That's okay, he was born 16 minutes ago. Yeah. So oh, okay. He didn't miss much of <laughs> yeah. a lot of... The outside I, 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 inside. I missed the crowning. <laughs> I, de- I developed extraordinarily quickly. Like, uh, growth hormones, you know, all that jazz. And so it's like that Robin Williams movie, Jack. Except for, like, you had it on Fast Forward. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> he was born out of his hot mom, and now he's graduating an old man from Harvard at 16. Huh. <sighs> Whatever age people graduate from college. I win. I just don't remember. <laughs> I was about 16. Yeah, 16 sounds right. And in England, that's how it works. No, it's not. <laughs> our, our English fans are very mad at you now. No, England's a wonderful place, and I'm glad they, they listen to our show. Thank you, England. I know it's because we tag Doctor Who and everything. And they listen just to Just said Doctor Who out loud, so I'm tagging Doctor Who. That was horrible. We are going to talk about Doctor Who. Yeah, now. Well, well, might as well talk about Doctor Who right now because uh, I don't know when this will be posted, but uh, tonight. Okay, well, yeah. Then uh, it's it's Thursday right now, and the mid-season finale occurred on Sunday. Saturday. We well, watched Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, we watched yeah. it on Sunday because we don't have BBC America because um, American television is confusing and competitive, so not all providers have the BBCA. Uh, however, our good friends across the pond saw it on Saturday, or as they say, saw today. Well, the people. In America, who subscribed to BBC America also saw it on Saturday. They saw it on Fake Saturday. What <laughs> airs in England, and then we watch it on a delay. Yeah, but like it's an eleven-hour delay. Yeah, no, it, dude, it's only six hours. Um, I watch it on like a thirty-six-hour delay, <laughs> so that you're aware. Okay. I watch <laughs> it. I watched it this morning. I I will watch it ten years from now for the first time. And, the, like and, I and the now you're and now you're coming back to talk about it. Yes. Because that's a true Doctor Who fan. I don't just watch Doctor Who. I live Doctor Who. Alright, I'm out of the TARDIS. Time relative dimension in space. For Andy, who's not a Doctor Who fan. It's not that I'm not a fan. But you hate it. (laughs) (laughs) Not not that I hate it. I just haven't had the chance to become a fan. (laughs) The chance to become its enemy. (laughs) Those limey Brits. They eat limes, you know. That's why they're limeys. They are limey. They are limey. Wait, limes. <laughs> lime on stuff. Everything. Even what? our babies. Feet, feet <laughs> That's stuff. why they cry so much. <laughs> Take that, you baby. Fuck babies. <laughs> no, don't. That's what, illegal. that's what you get for being a baby, you baby. Let's just hope that phrase is not taken blindly out of context. Yeah, I'm not tagging <laughs> fuck babies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When someone listens to you, oh, I think I will go and fuck a baby. You know what, though? That's where the past progressive, or the present progressive, makes all the difference. Fuck babies? Pretty good. It's okay. Fucking babies? It's a different tag altogether. <laughs> Fucked babies? Well, that's just... Uh, that's just past sadness. Yep. Fucked babies are usually dead babies, I think. Yeah. Not always. Well, if not, I mean, that's a sad, sad life you're going to have to live, you know? Well, hopefully it's before they develop memories. It's like, uh, so it's like oh, it's fucked. Ugh. Damn, that sucks. I feel gross about this one. Yeah, this is a bad topic. This we, is the worst. Well, <laughs> it, it seems extraordinarily bad to say, but at least if their friends start badgering him in high school, you can say, I lost my virginity before you did. Which I feel like I'm going ahead to hell immediately after saying that. So you're going to brag about rape? Uh. <laughs> rape, it cures virginity. I guess, in a roundabout way, it does. Gross and or... You know, gross. There's no and or. Just gross. But yeah, anyways, back to Doctor Who. Yes, back to the Doctor. 
<laughs> so uh, we knew going into this that Amy and Rory were going to uh, stop becoming the Doctor's companions. Well, you say that like Through they were death. You say that like they were that every week they became them again. Like, oh look, it's our friend the Doctor. We've never met him. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know who those were supposed to be. That's none of the characters. That is no one from that show. Oi, look, it's Alien Boy. That's not that's not Andy Pond. It's like that'd be like Andy Pond. Like like if you were, if you were if you were a British redheaded transvestite, um, which are more common than you would who lived imagine. in Ledworth, you would be who I just described. Oi, Alien Boy. Actually, it sounds more like more like Donna Noble. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs> no. um, well, well, now we know that you can do a good Don Noble impersonation, so that's something to think about uh, when Dragon Con rolls around next year. Uh, no, I think I'll still go as the Doctor. Um, but, anyways, yeah, we knew that they were gonna die. Uh, Weeping Angels, we knew were involved. Uh, by the way, whenever I found out that the uh, Statue of Liberty was involved, I was kind of like, nah, it's going to be awesome, but it wasn't. It, it never moved. You just well, saw it. The, the, well, the thing I don't understand about it is because the the Weeping Angels, they can only move when no one's looking at them. So, uh, in, like, in all the previous Weeping Angel episodes, they've either been like in like places like the countryside or in a cave things where there like aren't that many people so like the few people that are around like they they can't be watching them all the time yeah and this past episode took place in new york which i don't know uh if you realize this everyone lives there yeah we (laughs) when you look at the population of new york it says everyone yeah, everyone lives in New York. No one does it not live there. It's, yes. We, uh, if you don't realize, you, you don't even realize you're living in New York right now, but you are. But no, there's like millions and millions of people in New York City alone. So, um, that being said, like, there is always people out and about in New York. Like, it's the city that never sleeps. There are always people doing something. The fact that the Statue of Liberty can move around without anyone seeing it, I just... I just I'm, I'm not questioning the fact that the Statue of Liberty wouldn't move around. I find it implausible that the Statue of Liberty would move around without anyone seeing it. That's what I call BS on. Moving around, well, that's perfectly, uh, that's perfectly normal. I love that River Song came back. In that episode, because you know how, how I love her song, and I liked uh like uh, I always liked the chemistry be- between her and the Doctor. Expect- well, and like they've done a lot different with because uh, they've not really talked about them being married recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this was like a good they're married episode. I like that Amy and Rory ran off together, and then the Doctor and uh, River ran off together. I-, I like how he stayed in the TARDIS for an extra minute to like <laughs> to to, ma- to do his hair, yeah, and make sure he looked presentable for her. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm curious to see what's going to happen with that. Um, now, you and I have had some, some uh, the same complaints about this season. Mm-hmm. Um, mine has been that the episodes seem too short. Yeah, it's... They're, like, they're not bad episodes. They just feel like filler. Oh, yeah. Because... yeah they, they don't feel like they're... Well, because there's no two-parters. Everything's kind of crammed. Well, like well the, not uh, only that, but it also has... Well, I guess... I was going to say, like, each series has had a overarching, like, plot running through it. And I guess technically this one has with the pawns, uh, how they're, you know, building up to them leaving the Doctor. But, you know, it just doesn't... Yeah. <laughs> it feels like there should be something else there. Like, it, like it's... They're just... Like, these episodes are biding time until something else happens. I agree. Um, the only episode I really, like, thought was... Well, there's two strong episodes, and that was The Invasion of the Daleks. Asylum. Sorry, Asylum of the Daleks. Um, there's actually an Invasion of the Daleks episode I watched the other day on Netflix. Um, different series. Yeah, different series. <laughs> um, but I, that, that was a good one. It was a strong one. Uh, there's yeah, still a lot I, that, of that Clara was my favorite ep- Yeah, that, that Asylum of the Daleks has been my favorite episode of the season so far. Uh, there's still a lot of Clara Osmond that we don't know about. Um, there's a lot about um, just the Daleks in general that we don't know about. There's a lot in general, like that, that was started in that episode that we just don't know what's going on, and we know that Clara Osmond returns in the Christmas episode uh, that's coming up. Uh, well, I guess at Christmas. Yeah. Uh, but right now we're left with no Doctor Who until Christmas, and we're kind of left with 
uh, a feeling of I'm going to say it mediocrity in comparison to series six and series five. Yeah. I think it, it, like uh, like I said, it's still good. It's just that season uh, five and six, especially five for me, was like really rocking. Yeah, five was rocking. Six, I like six. I like the silence. I like that they kicked it off with the impossible astronaut. Um, but for series seven, great start with the asylum of the dogs. Uh, I really liked the slow invasion until the ending of it, and it was, like, crammed in quickly. Yeah, well, that's how a lot of them have been. The third act is, like, they spend a lot of time on the first and second act and then, like, just kind of rush through the third act. Yeah, and, like, if these were extended episodes, like, if they were, you know, an hour or or more, you know, just raw, not commercial, you know, not with the commercials, uh, I could see it being completely different than what it is, but... Because, yeah, um, I think we talked about this, like, because you said that you wanted uh, two parters back, and, like... I was, like, there were two-parters that I like, but there were a lot of two-parters that I didn't feel, like, needed to be two-parters. I yeah. felt like there was more stuff than they could do in one episode, but not necessarily have enough material for a complete second episode of it. Dalton Manhattan comes to mind. And I would, like, I would like for them to, instead of doing two-parters, to do, like you said, extended episodes. Do an hour without commercials. Yeah. And, because uh, I, I think it's got enough pull in Britain that they could get away with that. It's kind of pull in America now. Yeah. Um, right now, the uh, the numbers of people who watch Doctor Who in America are rivaling people in, in England. Really? Well, we have a higher pop de- population density, and uh, it's right now, it's on the iTunes splash page being one of the most downloaded shows uh, this fiscal television. Well, I guess I was just going by, because I have read BBC America's ratings, and it was like, it's the best ratings that they have in BBC America, but still, yeah. like, you know, it's... Uh, I forget exactly what it was, but it was only a couple million. But then, I, I yeah, I guess like you downloaded off of iTunes and I downloaded off of Amazon. Yeah, which I guess I could actually look at the download counter and see how many they've downloaded. But uh, it's astronomical. And, and you know, if you go on to YouTube, I mean, uh, you can look at any of the promo videos to know you know how popular the show is in general. Well, but then YouTube is like international. Yeah, yeah. I just. But I, I think it's it's. I mean, especially like if you go to something like. Like Dragon Con, there were easily probably three or four hundred uh, different Doctor costumes a day, and these are costumes that cycled through per day. But so. also, also Dragon Con, you know, people all over the world come from Dragon Con. Those were all British people. That is true. There were a lot of British people, and they they weren't <laughs> they weren't dressing up like Doctor Who. That's, That's just the clothes. <laughs> yeah. Why um, you call me Doctor Who? I'm not the Doctor. This is racist. <laughs> Just because we're English doesn't mean we're the doctor. Oh, I I'm a nurse, not a doctor. Thank you for throwing it in my face. Who are you, my bloody mother? Um, but no, I'm, I've been not disappointed, but not as impressed with this season. Yeah, um, I'm, um, I'm still really looking forward to uh, the Christmas episode in the second half of the season. Cause I, yeah, because it's pond-free, which is, for me... Like, if you were going to get rid of the pawns, you should have done it at the end of Season 6. Like, that should have been their last adventure, and we should have had Clara Oswin uh, from the word go on this one. Like, it's weird that they brought him in for the half season. Yeah, I, like like I said, it feels like filler. They're just kind of biding their time. I, I kind of feel like their only purpose is to show uh, that the Doctor needs companions. Like, that that is just basically what it's been, is the Doctor needs someone with him to keep him from getting yeah. too dark. Well, not like they foreshadowed very well, I think at least the the death of the pawns and everybody knew it was coming, but uh, no one really knew how it was going to happen. It was almost like a different kind of anticipation, like you knew but you didn't know. So, so now that they're dead, uh, how do you feel about how they died? Um, I hated the fact that they jumped off the building together, but then I was very fine with the fact that they went back in time because uh, the angel touched the weeping angels, Andy. If you don't know when they. When they touch you, they kill you, but the way they kill you and absorb your energy is they send you back in time and you more or less die on the the day that you went back in time. So they kill you, but it's a very slow yeah, it's, and it's strange a, It's kind death. of a passive... Uh, <laughs> How did they describe it in the first episode? A very like, passive death. Yeah. I think, like, I think like, you were right when you said passive. Uh, it's like a passive-aggressive killing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to kill you by sending you back in time. Yeah, so you're going to live out your entire life, just not in your own time. Yeah. So uh, the the angel, yeah, they were chasing Rory, and they said that they were going to chase him for the rest of his life. And they watched old Rory die. Yes. And, uh, well, so, then they created that paradox with the TARDIS. And, and, but somehow the angels didn't 
like we're killed by the paradox. Because <laughs> the doctor can't like have any enemies permanently stay dead. I killed them all. Oh, there's a thousand more dollars. There's a billion more dollars. Like, but I killed them all. Oh, except for them. Oh, well. except for the billion more. Got all the side mints and back into the void. Let's go no. and see Queen Nefertiti. Because yeah. I like saying her name, Nefertiti. Nefertiti is cool. But uh, so uh, yeah, I was like, yeah, I, I wasn't. I, when they were getting ready to jump off the building, I was like, no, don't do it this way. Don't do it this way. And then uh, then when the, the angels sent them back, I was like, I, I, I felt conflicted. Because I guess like I was expecting it to be really dark. And that's what I prepared myself for. And then that yeah. happened. So I was like, I was kind of happy. I'm like, well, you know, they, they kind of had their happy ending. Like both Amy and Rory you know, live the rest of their lives together. And they're still alive in another time. Which means he could eventually go back and see them, though he said he couldn't. Yeah, it, they, they kind of like, yeah, like I, they, I, I, they pulled that one out of their ass. It's like, yeah, yeah. I can get to some timelines. I can't get to some timelines. It's kind of weird. So, so yeah, let's go ahead and switch gears a little bit. Uh, Andy, you are a stand-up comic. Uh, indeed, so yes. All right. Um, now, how long have you been a stand-up comic? Um, I'm going on my year and a half. Ooh, very cool. Uh, so you're still still a little green. Um, uh, I sh- I'm sure I should have questions prepared for an actual interview with a guest. Uh, but I'm gonna let Stormy handle this one. Okay. Uh, how do you hang your toilet paper? Over or under? Um, I like to go over because it seems like it's a little more accessible that way like if I'm in a hurry you know and I need to unroll a large amount very quickly you know like after visiting Taco Bell or something like that uh that's wrong yeah it, the correct answer was I skip that entirely and I just use a bidet um I can't say that I haven't done that but it wouldn't be my first thing that I would go to have you ever used a bidet I only use bidets if I walk into an establishment and they don't have a bidet, I walk out. Okay, well, there's the door. Well, I'm just, I'm just glad that you have standards. I mean, I, it's... Well, I shit in the sink and I got that little wand thing <laughs> that you're supposed to be able to spray stuff with and I just clean out that way. I, I've used one one time and it was disgusting. <laughs> it is what I, I think it would be like if a fish ate at your ass. <laughs> How can you not like that? Uh, <laughs> there's a large uh, section of the population that... Uh, that Canon does pay good money for that. I'm not a I'm not a big fan of that. Yeah, but there is a lot of people who would pay for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a fish to swim up and fish. I I'm making fish faces, but no one can see them but you guys, and it's not even that good. Well, I think that the noises are pretty descriptive. I think the audience is gonna fill you on that part. They will. They, they have, will. And they have and they will. Yay! First off. Okay. Like, so, are you a Mac or a PC? I am a Mac guy. Okay. I just think they look cooler. I mean, strictly based on looks, uh, just strictly do, based do on looks. Do you do any kind of uh, video editing? Um, uh, not that any... Then you don't need a Mac. <laughs> Macs are great, like, if you edit video, if you do videos, if you edit videos, if you make stuff. Uh, if you don't, then you're paying more money for nothing. Yeah. I, I can agree with that. Like, so, Well, I mean, Macs have, like, their, their perks... Uh, and if you're more accustomed to a Mac, I think a Mac's a cool computer. But if you're buying one just to be different, that you then you're wrong. Mac. You oh, wanted to be different. No, I wanted to be the same you're, as you're, the you're... other people that are being different. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to conform with that group. I'm going to conform with the counterculture. Yeah. We're going to be... I'm using my Macintosh computer, man. Okay. Let's go occupy the stores. President Obama and Mitt Romney. Which one do you think is a better kisser? Um, I would say strictly by Ray's President Obama. I mean, it seems like, you know, he'd have it going on. He seems more in tune with his emotions, so I think that would make him, like, a more central yeah. a central person. And you, you can tell that in his kisses. And besides, uh, Romney's a Mormon. They don't kiss dudes. <laughs> So I mean, open well, not case, not right? when people are looking. No, yeah, not when people are looking. It, 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 I'm not I'm not trying to imply that Mitt Romney is a closeted homosexual. But, I mean, <laughs> weirder things have happened. He could be. No, like if I someone don't follow, said, I don't follow the man 24 hours a day. If someone said to me, "What presidential candidate would you like to be in a relationship with?" If you want to be financially secure, I would go with Mitt Romney. But if uh, if I was well, purely, Obama not rich enough for you? No, but if I was purely in it for the romance of it. 
Strictly Oklahoma's like Robin Hood. He yeah, steals. He, he steals from the rich yeah. and then makes uh, love to the poor. I mean, and then, and then gives it to car companies. Yeah, I just those poor car companies. Uh, um, this just came over the wire. Oh, <laughs> news from the wire. I didn't know that you still had a telegraph. <laughs> they immediately telegraph you because you're the only man in America with another working yeah. telegraph. Actually, how did you get this number? I guess how did you? I can do this all night. I really could. Um, I like that I, I didn't even like prepare something for that. I was just like. I'm going to make all the noises with my mouth, and I'm going to do this. <laughs> I am announcing something with my face cover. Um, back, Doc, now that we've returned to the podcasting world uh, after our brief vacation. Well, I say brief. It was like three, three and a half weeks. Um, had some, some trash he was saying uh, to us, so I'm going to clue you guys in on that. Um... But uh, for those of you who don't know, and Andy, I don't know if you know anything about uh, our supervillain Batdoc. Uh, you can follow him at batdoc.wordpress.com uh, for his blog. Uh, but he is the uh, he he's now dubbed himself the snazzy clothed uh, supervillain. Um, however, I, I don't remember ever calling him that. But I guess he's you know in charge of himself. Snazzy. So it's strictly self-proclaimed. Strictly self-proclaimed. Okay. No, um, <laughs> no one will ever see with us. People are, will say all the time how plain our clothes are. Yeah. But yeah, it's like. Well, actually, I've got a dress fancy. I got a dress pants and a dress shirt. A polo. Polo. Well, yes. I got back from work. No, nothing's fancier than a polo. Mm. Uh, he he sent us the message. Finally, it's been so boring doing all kinds of evil stuff without superheroes to try to stop me. Signed, snazzy clothes, super villain. Doc! Well, we're going to rip off his clothes, throw a barrel on top of him with a sign that says very unsnazzy on well, it. Yeah, and if you're, if you're checking the feed uh, on the site, um, I had this to say. I can only imagine. You must be exhausted from building death rays, tying women to railroad tracks, and cackling madly. I don't want you to. I don't want you phoning it in while we knock off a little bit of superhero rust. Come at us, bro. And, and he does all that, but where does he find time to curl his mustache? True. True that. Uh, there, there's not. <laughs> it's three in the morning. He's curling his mustache. There's just not enough hours in the day. Well, he had this to say, and this is where it really heats up. Oh, you guys are so lame. I can phone it in all the time anyway and still look awesome. So yeah, knock off Rust. Why not? But that's what he has been doing for years. Yeah. Well, how is that any? <laughs> well, uh, my my retort I think will will will, will blaze him. It will set him on fire, if you shall, Will. I've done like both, both metaphorically and literally, because I have a flamethrower. Actually, I sit back when my feelings are done being hurt. Expect a retort. <laughs> that uh, is the saddest, but yeah, most that's accurate thing. Painfully that I truthful, right there. Painfully truthful. Um, I, I was expecting a battle cry. You'd be like, "Thunder! Thunder! Thunder! Thunder counts!" Oh! And instead I got, no, <laughs> my underwear is too tight. Yeah, that's, that's basically what happened. Uh, I did a Woody Allen retort. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it's, it's horrible. <laughs> I am going to bring the entire power of Skull down on Doc, and you are going to soil yourself and lie in the fetal position in the corner. That is true. That's exactly what I'm going to do. Um, now, well, it, here, here's the thing. Like, like of course, like I posted with my... I posted that because it makes us seem sad and not really superhero-y because it's self-deprecating humor. Now, uh, Andy, as a stand-up, uh, which way do you go? Do you do, do you bash on yourself or do you kind of like, like like what is your how what is your methodology? Do you tell the audience about? about how awesome you, that you are and let them know how well off you <laughs> how good it, you have it. It depends on how the show's going. Like if they <laughs> really like if they think I suck, I might as well go with the majority on it and start bagging on myself along with them. You know, that's that's a good. You point. know, just agree with the guy that's just blurting out insults at you blindly. You know, just it's almost like the Louis C.K. Uh, formula to comedy. It's I'm the worst person that ever lived, so I'm gonna go home and jerk off and, and neglect my children, <laughs> who I love deeply, but they're assholes, so I'm not gonna talk to them. That's the that's, that's Which, pretty much it. It's the most honest you can be 
and truthful, but in the most painful way possible to everyone that hears it. Well, and I almost think, like, they're, especially with self-deprecating humor, there's almost uh, a line of hyperbole to it. Like, you have the fat kid who makes fun of himself. He's like, yeah, get it, I'll make Jello shake when I walk by. Well, no, he doesn't, but, you know, he takes that hyperbole. It's like, I thought it was a way of taking power away from him. If you let them know, like, hey, there's no way you guys out there in those chairs could hate me more than I hate me. Um, or there's no way you guys could think I'm more ridiculous than I think I am, then, you know, it almost seems like you're, like, the audience is like, okay, well, if, if you're going to take away that from us, I guess we can clap. It's the least, the least you could do. Yeah, the least they could do. Yeah, they are. Well, the least they could do is breathe. Yeah. They don't have to breathe. God, I've been, I, I've done, I've done <laughs> I will shows kill my, I, I will kill myself been. despite the comic. Yes. Nope, I'm done breathing. <gasps> Well, like, we, we've talked a, a, a little bit, you and I have, because we, uh, and we're all three stand-ups, uh, but you and I were talking before uh, Stormy got here about show introductions on how to start a show. That's something I always struggle with. Uh, Stormy, what's your approach to it? Uh, I guess to clue you into the conversation. Uh, really, there's, um, I, I don't believe there's a set way to start the show. <laughs> and, like, it could change every night. Uh, I, I just, you know, go by feeling, like, you know, like want to like you know have something with the audience get something served with the audience maybe like do a little like mislead uh i i, I really don't think about it much until i get out there that's <laughs> i'll have jokes planned out but yeah like i, I a lot of times for me like the opening is kind of like improv yeah to, i i kind of feel that too because it's also like like what energy you're feeding from, especially like like you don't really open so much as you you kind of you're like pre-headline Usually, or, or headline material, so you know it, it's different when you're you know, when you're starting off the show from the word go. Like uh, Andy, you probably do a lot of just just cold openings to an audience that hasn't been warmed up yet. Yeah, uh, warm up comic is probably the hardest job in comedy, uh, like beyond headlining. Like a middle middle guy, like you know your feet. Like if the first guy was okay, then they're warmed up sufficiently. If the first guy was not as good, then you're going to seem better by comparison. And then each piggybacks and piggybacks and piggybacks. Um, and headlining is hard because you've got the entire... Uh, you, the audience is always worn out at that point. You've had a lot going on. Uh, and also, if you're not as good as your middle guy or better, then it seems like yeah, it's a, it's a day crescendo. Um, but as far as going out, like I, I've only ever opened, like, I think, like twice. Which is probably why I did my own or start organizing my own show, so I don't actually have to go out there and do anything. <laughs> well, good. I'll just have somebody else go out there and do the hard part. Um, I'm going to take a nap now. <laughs> show started. My job's done. I'm going to vomit in the alleyway for a while. Uh, but for me, like always, opening up a show uh, was hard because, like, you, you almost don't want to do that cliche. How's everybody doing tonight? And everybody, woo! Or more depressingly, they go. Nah. I ain't good until you came out. <laughs> Who goes to your show? <laughs> um, Droopy dog. Yeah, Droopy. No. Okay, well, I, I tell you what. Treat it like this. Treat it like you're you're walking on the stage. I'll announce you. You walk on the on the stage and you know, like like do like a, an opening minute. Can you do that? No. All right. What about you, Andy? Give it a shot. My opening minute would literally consist of me... 30 seconds. <laughs> pretending, <laughs> pretending to trip over the cord that leads to the mic, hopefully um, landing hard enough where possibly the stage might fall in. So then, <laughs> so then by the time that I get up from my painful injuries that I can climb out and have something clever to say. Uh-oh, SpaghettiOs! Yeah, that would or, or like... I'll promise I'll pay for that or something like that, something of that nature. I kind of like that. You 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 want to you want to try like a just a dry minute of audio. A dry minute of well, pretty much my entire act is dry when you, when you get down to the nitty gritty. Dry of like it. B. Arthur's veg ten days after she died. And it seems like very few people would get that reference, but the people that do would find it hilarious. Yeah, that's the. If you ha if you don't know, Google it. Just Google it. Sometimes it's, it's like I remember. Me, Arthur's dry vagina search. It just comes up with pictures of Andy Dick. <laughs> See, that's another one where it's like where I opened up the comedy refrigerator and went, oh, okay, I can make a funny ha sandwich. Ooh, I could eat not as funny broccoli. I could eat not as funny broccoli. How oh, well, mom? What's your favorite vegetable, Andy? Um, I would say the carrot. Carrot? Why the carrot? Wrong. 
Your favorite is Vince <laughs> Lettuce. <laughs> Wrong! Yeah, what, what, oh god, what is that? The, um, god, what was the name of that? The McLaughlin Group, that's what it is. Andy, what is your favorite vegetable? The carrot. Wrong! It's asparagus! <laughs> because it makes your pee taste good. It makes your pee smell awkward. Pop your cannon! And the only reason I would say the carrot is because... <laughs> I, I, will, I will go into detail <laughs> on this. You're, uh, yeah, you're committed to this carrot. Because uh, the carrot... Because I would like to say to people... <laughs> you can put it up your butt. You can. I, I or you can eat it. <laughs> and I, it's, I would like to strain the road. <laughs> I think we're, we're all stepping on each other because there's none. It's like, it's like we're hungry, hungry hippos and the marbles are jokes and we're trying to... No, that one's mine! Get away from my joke! No, I took carrot up the butt. I gotta get this one. It helps your eyes! It helps your eyes! This is a little off subject, but the best... <laughs> what? The best subject on the plain clothes superhero? <laughs> there is no subject. The You're <laughs> off subject by staying on subject. The best hippo to get is the pink one, and I've been told this because it knows how to... That's how, how I feel about the... Because it's a ball. It knows how to handle the the some balls. Power Ranger. She's the best one to get. Oh, yeah. Ow, ow, ow. Chicka, chicka, map, Continue with your carrot. <laughs> carrot oh, egg. okay. Uh, the carrot. Because if someone asked me this question, just as you did, um, then I can say, I would like to get closer to the animal that eats it most predominantly, the rabbit. And, you know, it's like, what's wrong with the rabbit? Because nothing is wrong with the rabbit is the answer to that. It is cute, cuddly, end of story, proceed. Apparently can only be killed by a hand grenade. The holy hand grenade. <laughs> you shall count <laughs> to three. Not four. Not two, unless immediately followed by three. Five is straight out. <laughs> uh, how about you, Stormageddon? What's your favorite vegetable? Um... Uh... Pizza. Pizza. Yeah. Vegetable. <laughs> when, uh, now that's how you answer a question. When I, when I uh, registered as, as a Republican, they told me that my favorite uh, favorite vegetable was pizza. Now, we also would have accepted uh, Christopher Reeve. <laughs> <laughs> but he was never a vegetable. He was that just paralyzed. True. He could still... Yeah. He could still do stuff. Yeah. I, it's like, it's like, oh, I was reading... Like, Did you ever play Kid Icarus? Yes, play Kid Icarus. There was an enemy in the game that could turn you into a eggplant... And I forget, I was reading a webcomic online, I forget which one it was, uh, so, so this is someone else's joke, and I can't remember who it is, so, so I'd like to give them credit, it, it's some, it's, it's a webcomic, it, so if anyone knows, and like, share it in the comments, but, uh, yeah, yeah, they, they, were do, they were doing a Kid Icarus comic, and they were like, oh, he'll turn you into a, uh, a vegetable, like, I was like, oh, I know he can turn you into a nickel, he can turn you into a vegetable. And then, like, he hits Pit upside the head, and he's in the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like Terry Shiva. <laughs> yes. That's, now that's a reference. That, yes, that, that, at this point, that's a reference. A dated reference, but still a reference, nevertheless. Um, actually, in truth, my favorite vegetable is cauliflower. Because uh, I love broccoli, and I love cabbage. And cauliflower is like if cabbage and broccoli went out on a date, and at some point during the date, cabbage raped broccoli. And then nine months later, uh, cauliflower came out as the rape baby. Really? I would see uh, broccoli raping cabbage instead. Broccoli just seems more aggressive. Like, it would do that. Like. Broccoli does, but broccoli is also kind of like, hey, man, this big green afro. I'm just going to hang out here like Bob Ross. <laughs> yeah, but see, after now everyone else that likes cauliflower feels like a piece of shit because you referenced a rape scenario within your your choice of your favorite yeah, just remember, baby. Yeah, just remember you heard it here people. Andy says that if you uh you support rape if you eat cauliflower. That is true. We should if we ever get the money to get t-shirts together, that's going to be our first t-shirt. <laughs> cauliflower <laughs> equals rape. <laughs> uh <laughs> truer words have never been spoken. That is that is that is true. All right, so Andy, uh, tell us a bit more about yourself, like in general. Um, well, first off, uh, I like to wear gym shorts a lot. Uh, no particular reason. I'm not athletic enough to say I wear them for a reason, but um, that I like to wear uh, 
provocative uh, animal pictures on my shirts. Um, not anything too dirty, you know, not like zebras banging or anything. Just in little, you know. Just, just keep it classy. Right? Yeah, just keep it classy. Like, you know, the classic fur coat around the animal that the fur coat was made out of, particularly. Oh. You know? So, a bear walking on a bearskin rug. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, now, you've been, you say you've been doing comedy for a, a year and a half. Um, what is your approach to, like, I guess in general comedy, like, like what is your goal when you walk out onto a stage? Um, and you can't say to make people laugh, because that's a cop-out. Yeah. Uh, it's similar to that, but to make to them... To make them not boo. To make them not regret <laughs> spending whatever amount of time they were sitting there pretending to look interested. Oh, yeah, I never give a shit about their time or their money, because both, they're both mine. <laughs> I don't care if they regret it. I don't care if they were like, oh... It was either this or get that abortion. We should have done that. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. They've paid. You know what though? With that being said, I usually do. We usually do a good show, so it's not like. A, I, at this point, I'm not worried about doing yeah, a good show. We, we we get rave reviews like it could have been worse. Yeah. <laughs> I hope they don't die immediately. Not as sooner fun- rather than later, but not immediately. Just as funny as my hysterectomy. <laughs> well, hysterectomies are hilarious. It's a funny word to say. <laughs> hysterectomy. <laughs> Sounds like something a snake gets. Direct me. It's like a snake with uh, throat cancer disease. Direct me. Direct me. <laughs> That's stupid. Because he's a fun <laughs> snake. We're gonna we're gonna stop that. Uh, what what would you comparatively like? Like what would you say your style is? Uh, my style. Um, a lot of it's stories, like past experiences and things of that nature, like um, moderately embarrassing things that others would laugh at me about. For example, um, tell tell us a story. We're already gathered around. Um, for, this is completely one hundred percent true, and I can vouch for myself on this one by saying it is not a smart idea to put. Uh, icy hot on your genitalia. That would be definitely one of those things that you're not going to want to do. There is absolutely no icy to any part of icy hot when it is on your genitalia. <laughs> it's, a, it's all hot. It's no like hot. icy. It's hotty hot. <laughs> Why would you lie to me? <laughs> Burn. It was literally just me hopping back and forth from one foot to another thinking... When is it going to be like the Arctic Circle down there? Because at this moment, it's like the depths of hell. Now, why did you put icy? Yeah, hot why in your did ball? was did this you... some kind of masturbatory? Uh, no, no, right ritual. It was it was a bet that I didn't get the money out of, and I haven't had the balls to ask the guy. Literally, because it fell off. Literally, they burned Look off. They balls. burned off. It was um, and it was five like bucks. Two cancerous lumps. <laughs> It was a five buck bet, and um, you put. A, I wouldn't do that for five hundred bucks. See, I, I don't know. Five hundred bucks is a lot of money. Yeah, that's, that's yeah for real. That's quite Wait, a bit of coin. We talked about this before. How how look? Oh, it took a million dollars. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> um, it's however much your rent is. <laughs> yeah, it's however much your rent is. If you can get rent out of whatever, it's like. A, but then again, there are some places where rent is. You know, thousands of dollars yeah. a month. So, like, it's like that's uh, that's, uh, that's like uh, I remember which one of my friends it was. I think it was Jason because we, we were doing that like like because like, you all have that contest and we we've done this on the show before. Like, how much money would it take for you to to suck a guy's dick? Oh, no, we lost that show. That show. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, we, we did, did. We lost yeah, that show. Yeah, yeah, we recorded a show and it didn't save. So we and we didn't feel like doing another one. So <laughs> we said, "Fuck it, no show this week." We did, uh, but yeah, yeah like because I'm a big fan of the show Workaholics, and uh, the last episode of season one, the guys are arguing over how much uh, it would cost for you to suck a guy's dick, and we started talking about that on the show, and it's probably a good thing that we lost that because we came off as being as being very gay. We did. <laughs> like Milo's, like I'd do it for five bucks, and I was like, <laughs> I'd pay to do it. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> do I get a swallow? I mean, do I have to is what I meant to ask. Now, do I get to because that makes me sound like some kind of a queen? Um, uh, but actually, my friend Jason came up best with us. He was like, oh, you know, I'd probably $2,000. And he's like, you're lying. It was like, more? He's like, oh, probably less. He's like, how much do you pay in rent? And I was like, five fifteen. He was like, then you'd probably do it for $515. And I was like, 
Excellent. Et two, sir. Et two. So, so Jensen's word's gonna stop et, yeah. with Latin. How dare you use Latin on this show? I thought that's how everything ends. No. All the movies end with uh, Roman numerals. I thought since our show is uh, audio, not visual, I figured Latin would be the end. You know, I just realized like we don't have an ending sweeper for when the show's over. People just think that they they, they lost the show. It just fades into oblivion. Yeah, we just we're just done. Because all we are are dust in the wind. <laughs> Whoa, what, oh, what series was it that literally the entire series it. ended mid sentence? What was it? Sopranos. Sopranos. Yes, yeah. there we go. That. I was not a fan of the show, but I definitely wasn't a fan of the last episode, mainly because it just cut off in mid. You know what though? There's a lot that goes on. The, 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 there's been a lot of speculation uh, because it, it got like the last scene is someone walks in the door, you hear the bell, and then like you, you see Tony Soprano look up, and then you see through his eyes that point of view, and you see like who he sees at that point of view, and then it goes back to the the medium shot of him just kind of chilling out. You hear the door ding, and then somebody, and then he looks up, and you see through his eyes again. And the last time before it stopped, you heard ding, he looks up, and then all you see is, is black through his point of view, so it means he died. Is what the logical con- conclusion is, is that he died in some way, so that when you look through his POV, it's, it's completely dark. There's nothing there to see. Yeah, and they built up quite a bit like that, you don't hear the one that kills you, which is why we never hear the gunshot. Because that was like a common thread in that final season, was you don't hear the, the shot that kills you. I never saw the show, but that... <laughs> Uh, that makes sense to me. Well, excellent. So that's, that's that. So I fixed you on that one, Andy. <laughs> Milo has saved the Sopranos. Well, I can check that off my bucket list right there. That was a I, of, Actually, that ending kind of makes me want to go and watch the Sopranos. Yeah, actually, I've not seen any of the Sopranos. <laughs> but, uh, the same argument was on the radio. It was on O&A about, uh, two weeks ago. And, uh, Gus, not Gus Van Sant, um... Oh my gosh, I can't remember the... Uh, Steven Van Sant, that's the other Van Sant. Uh, who plays with Bruce Springsteen. He was on, and he was in The Sopranos. Uh, and that's how they, uh, it's, they they accosted him with this. And he's like, he's like, I don't really care. The check cleared. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, I'll tell you what really happened at the end of it. They yelled cut, and we all went home. <laughs> and I was like, you yeah, got Steven Van Sant. I drove home in my Mercedes. <laughs> and then hung up with Bruce fucking Springsteen. <laughs> Uh, speaking of which, um, uh, he's got a channel on uh, XM called The Underground Garage that is amazing. Bruce um, Springsteen or uh, Van Zandt? Van Zandt. They actually have Bruce Springsteen radio, too. Um, but uh, The Underground Garage is just like cool music that... Uh, it's, it's all underground music. I mean, there's uh, nothing that's really like mainstream. I mean, like, they just sometimes play some mainstream, like older stuff. But a lot of it's like some newer underground stuff, some underground stuff from the 80s, 70s, 60s. Just a lot of just really cool music. Okay. Cool. Like, like Grace Slick, and the, not Grace Slick, but Grace Potter and the Nocturnals. Uh, they play uh, They play some like, um, and actually something they've been playing a lot right now is uh, Jack White's new song he did with um, Tim Collins. No, that doesn't sound right. Phil Collins? No, Tom, Tom something. Not Tom Waits. Tom, Tom Jones. Jones. Yeah, Tom Jones. <laughs> I I was just saying that to be a smartass. I didn't expect no, it to No, he did a new song with Tom Jones. Jones. Yeah, we'll have to look it up. Uh, Tom Jones has still got a great voice. Uh, and Jack White, even though I don't like the White Stripes that much, I like a few of their songs. Not, none of them really... Well, Seven Inch Army was good. Um, I don't remember their... Or Fell in Love with a Girl was okay. I liked the video because it was all Legos. Uh, before everybody started making Legos. Uh, music videos, uh, but I also like some of like the, the songs off of the last uh, one of their uh, some of the Blue Orchid was the album that came before Blue Orchid. I can't think of it now, uh, but I really enjoyed um, like the the songs that weren't all that popular. Like Hardest Button to Button is a good song. I never listened to them, so I uh, but his his solo stuff is amazing. Like he's a musical genius. Like I like all the solo stuff. Uh, I just don't buy any of his albums because you know. He's anti-establishment, and I don't think he would support me buying his stuff. <laughs> He's looking at you very angrily through his mansion. You know what, though? They still get money from, like, Groove Shark and Pandora because of the ads. They still get paid through that. So if I listen to it on Pandora or Groove Shark or YouTube, they are still getting paid. 
Yeah, you should steal his music to be truly anti-establishment. Mm, yo, I'm not doing that. I lose my I lose my writer's guild card for piracy. And, and, and that's your most cherished possession. It's right next to you, my library card, you, you, the importance of important cards. <laughs> and the hierarchy of it all. Um, like we all looked at the same time at something. Are we it's done cool. yet? No, we're yeah. almost. Um, well, have you had fun, Andy, on the show? Um, I've enjoyed myself thoroughly. And I want the audience and you two to, to take that in the most perverted way possible. So, that would explain why you've been touching yourself a lot. Uh, not that much. You know, just enough to keep the fun going. You know what I'm saying? That is, that is awesome. You just stop right before. <laughs> just the bare minimum. Just the bare minimum on it. I, I've touched my wiener just enough for it to be dirty, but not enough for me to need to, need to, for me to, need to change pants. Yeah. Well, I think that's the best way to go. It really is. I mean, that's, I mean, as long as nobody's looking at you, I mean, you can pretty much do that just about anywhere. We have corn syrup, but not tapioca pudding. Yeah, yeah. That's a pre-cum joke. <laughs> and a disgusting, because I was going to eat... Tapioca pudding, calcium corn syrup, syrup. yeah. It's my favorite condiment, corn syrup. It's just so corn syrupy delicious. You haven't lived until you've had corn syrup on fries. That is true. All right, well, I think we're out of here. I'm already gone. You're already gone, yeah. Yeah, You're speaking to us in echoes. (laughs) You're you're phoning it in. (laughs) Just like I've done everything in my life. Yay! All right, well, you can, uh, of course, check us out at plainclothesuperheroes.wordpress.com. Or on iTunes. Uh, we are also uh, on Twitter at PCSH Blog. Uh, you can email us at superheroes at gmail.com. Uh, that's the only thing I know of. Oh, for everything we've ever done, uh, you can go to our website, which I've already given you. All right, that's it. We're done. All right, stay clubbed. And stay super. Where's the mouse? Show's over now.